Welcome to another episode of The Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. So energetic weight loss, let's talk about that for a hot second. This is weight loss in your physical 3D body and your energetic 5D body, right? It is about balancing the focus we do to lose weight on food and working out and also the focus on dieting from our stress, right? Our energetic stress, like emotional, mental, all of that stress that we hold on to energetically and it has us holding on to weight in our 3D body. So today I am joined by my friend, Chloe Lindsay. She is a spiritual life coach and I actually quote her in podcasts all the time. So I'll, I'll say something about that in a second, but welcome, welcome, Chloe. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So we had a conversation months back and you said one of the most powerful things anyone has said to me. And I quoted on the podcast all the time. If people listen to past podcasts, every time I quote my friend, Chloe, this is Chloe. She's been on a past podcast too. In the beginning, you got to go back and check that one out too. But you said to me that anything that is meant for us, we cannot mess it up. Right. Exactly. Powerful. And it's such a game changer when you're able to release the desire to control when you're able to release, like trying to force your will and be like, you know what? I'm not a control here. You're exactly, exactly. The only thing we have control is our emotions, the way our thought processes, what we put into our body, you know, how we do that. But we can't, we can't control the external forces that, that energy we have no control over and anything meant for us will always find us. You just have to raise your frequency, your frequency, meet that vibration to the thing that you want. So once you get to that vibration, you will access all of the things that you want in that frequency. Does that, does that make sense? Absolutely. And I find that too, the more that we're focused on a specific thing rather than just overall the universe. Yeah. Right. The, like every time we see like 11, 11, we make a wish, like we blow out a candle or something like that happens. And we're able to like set an intention to the universe. And we're like, I want this job. I want this person to do this thing. I want this super specific outcome. The less we get, the more we're just like 11, 11, you are amazing universe. I just want you to continue to give me exactly what I meant to receive in your divine time. Right. However, you do need to be super, super specific in your intention. So the universe knows what you want. It already knows. So, but, but you have to know what you want and your wants have to be louder than your don't wants. Right. Mm. So you need to write down, say it out loud, tell a friend, do whatever you need to do of like, Hey universe, I want to say win $10,000 or gain $10,000 in a month, whatever, you know, just, just specific, be detailed, get crazy with it. Like be audacious to ask the universe for whatever it is you want, because it is possible. But then the trick is to let it go. It you've, you've put the intention out there. You, you know what it is that you want. And if you can reframe your mind to to turn that into a positive, like, what if this turns out well for me, but then allow it to just let go so that it can flow to you. So what is your advice for someone that is so used to, and it, let's just backtrack for a second. So many people don't even realize how 
they're focusing more on what they don't want than what they want. Right. And that's really tough. Like, that's just like something you have to just keep exploring and keep exploring and keep exploring. Um, you know, I work with a lot of clients and our coaching is focused on shifting from the lack mindset of like, I'm not losing weight fast enough to the abundance mindset of gratitude for the couple of pounds that you have lost. Right. And it can't like, like, I really have to just like keep hitting the same nail with clients over and over and over. Then when you get it, you get it. You're like, I have been living in lack. I've been holding myself back. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. We stand in our own way and it's our judgment, our shame, our guilt, our blame, everything that we put on ourselves that keeps you from the thing that you want the most. That is the energetic stagnancy standing between you and anything you want. Our spiritual pain. Huh? Our spiritual pain. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shame, like the yes. the repulsion exactly. energy. Exactly. Exactly. So you have to be mindful. And chances are, if you hear a what if, like you're randomly going in the day and you hear what if, blah, 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 in your head. What if I fall and break my knee? But if that's not you, you didn't mindfully make that decision to say that. That was a subconscious chatter, not a conscious decision. If you aren't consciously choosing your thought, then it is subconsciously choosing you yeah and something too is like that repulsion energy right I did a live training for my collective yesterday and I said quickly about how like my neighbor got a new Mercedes and for a second I was like oh look at her new car and then I'm like hold on hit the timeout right she works super, like you don't get like nice new things because it just falls in your lap. You work really hard for it. And so instead of having this energy of like life's not fair or like not being grateful for what I have when I have a very nice car myself, we have to shift it to the energy of like, wow, I'm really happy for that person. Right? Like I'm really happy for that person. Like, because you don't drive by people with like really nice cars or whatever, because they're just like falling into it. Like people work hard and the more we can get in that frequency of like positive energy and sending positive vibrations to people that want what we have, the more we draw it in. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is what we think is jealousy is really desire. Your soul telling you, you can accomplish that thing. You can have that thing. It's not jealousy. You feel toward that other person. It is a desire that you feel within yourself that it's possible. And and that person that you're feeling jealous of is just the reflection trying to show you that it's possible for you. And you have the desire to have that thing. hundred percent. I was having a conversation with um, a friend on Sunday and he took, he went out on a really big limb. He's a realtor. He's, he's under 30, made like a hundred grand a year from being a realtor in two years, three years doing amazing. Right. And he was like, I was working at a restaurant. I was, I was a waiter or whatnot at a restaurant doing both things part-time. And I realized like, I wasn't going to get to be a full-time realtor unless I took the leap of faith, unless I quit this other job and did a trust fall into the universe. Yes. Lean all the way into it. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, the more we try and control the outcome, the more we try and like have a roadmap ahead, which in my opinion is a bit of a trauma response. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I mean, we're born into trauma. We're 
basically trying to heal ourselves out of it. That's what ascending is. You know, we're healing ourselves out of this, this experience eventually. But um, yeah, no, the, the positive energy, that's it's such a huge, karma is a real big thing. You really, what you want to put out in the universe, make sure you're mindfully putting it out in the universe. Mm. So what is your advice for people that think they're doing this, but have like a, have a ways to go in really abundance, abundance, abundance. I I think I would say just try to be content with where you're at, because when you're grateful for the moment and the place that you're at, all of a sudden it's like portals and dimensions of worlds, the possibilities just fall upon you. I finally had to just like, be okay with where I'm at right now in this moment, still knowing the drive and the want that I have for my future, also accepting my past and where I've been, but being so happy and content with where I'm at right now. Exactly. And that's hard. It's hard because we, we hit that spiritual pain when we're looking back at the past, right? Like when we're carrying spiritual pain and there's four forms of pain, right? Emotional pain, social pain, physical pain, and then spiritual pain. And spiritual pain is the worst, worst, most painful pain you can feel. Yeah. Right. And that staying stuck in the frequency of regret and shame and what didn't work, it doesn't get you where you want to be. You have to let it go. It's like, if you can look at control as like chasing, right? Like you're chasing. So, so if you're chasing someone or someone's chasing you, you're going to run, right? Whatever is being chased runs. So you're chasing the thing. It's going to keep running away. If you just let it go, eventually it'll fall in, fall into it, you know? And that's where you're saying that I said earlier in the podcast comes in that I use with clients personally on this podcast all the time, whatever is meant for us, we can't mess it up. And so like, what's the point about stressing out about a job that you're applying for, right? Yeah. It's like, that gives negative energy towards the situation because it's showing the universe, like, I don't like what I want. I want more. Mm-hmm. I, I have a client actually that was applying for jobs and he got a job, not like making half of what he wanted to make. And he was so frustrated. And I was like, dude, we, we got to step back, take that, erase that and express gratitude to the universe the same as it's like a million dollar job mm-hmm. obviously it's not but like if you're not being grateful for what the universe is giving you the universe is not going to give you more stuff right right but also this is where it gets tricky because at the same time of of being that spiritual person you need to honor your human too so allow yourself to feel upset that that you're you know not making that amount but then ask yourself why you're upset about that thing. So that energy and motion, emotion can be energy and motion. And so that you're allowed to let it go and then reset your mindset to, you know, be grateful for the things that you have. Absolutely. And I think that's the hard thing is like feeling feelings you don't want to feel. And then we're so used to just suppressing them. We're so used to just like pushing them down. I don't like this feeling go away as opposed to integrating and releasing it. And that's a fine, I wouldn't have been able to learn how to do it without someone coaching me through it. Cause like, it's one thing to like feel the feeling and let it go. And it's a very fine line of suppressing that feeling. Right. Exactly. It's, 
it's, and then forgiving yourself or just forgiveness to all period, like forgive yourself for holding on to that emotion for so long so that that won't cycle back around to you because what you persist or what you resist persists, right? So if you're resisting that emotion, it's going to keep coming at you like a little brother trying to mess with you, like let, allow it to be and then let it go. But then, but then like decide what you, so I've, I keep telling people pretend this is a game because it it is so, but you've got to like, people that aren't all woo woo or whatever you want to say, like if, if you don't energetically get it, then pretend this is a video game and you are ready player one. You're the one in control and everybody and everything else, they are background noise or extra players, right? You can't control them, but you can control you, you and your player and what you do in every bit of it. Meaning you are limitless. You can do anything, anything because you are in control of your own video game. Be in control of that thing. Yeah. We're not a background player, baby. You are a main player. Yeah. And I find that for me personally, and what I really guide my clients to do is to really stay with a tight circle around people that are in this vibe, because it's such an energy leak trying to explain to other people what you're doing. Right. Like we have like a hundred dollars of energy to spend a day. Just, just going through our days, regardless of who you are, what you do. $20 is spent just waking up and being a human. Another $20, your work, another $20, your family, kids, whatever. Another $20 going to the gym, you know, making dinner. And then we're in a deficit. Yeah. And so the more that you're like, and that always, I find too. And I talk a lot about is like the more that you're just in line with what you're doing, the less you need to spend your energy trying to convince other people with what you're doing. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if I don't feel good about my life path right now, and I'm looking to like my parents for approval and I'm not getting it from them. And I, I re I'm like, guys, don't you see I'm working so hard? Don't you see, don't you see? Their approval doesn't mean anything if I don't have my approval. Exactly. Like my feelings on my life and my feelings on how I choose to go about my life and my day mean more than anything else. I am my highest authority, but we, we live in such a world with external validation and like with such worthiness wounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so serious. Self-love is the way to world peace, peace, period, self-love. You got to love it because when you love yourself so much, you can't help but love other people. It exudes. It just is like, and to love yourself unconditionally, meaning you accept all parts of you, all aspects, all things, who you were, who you want to be, where you want to go, accept it, allow it, receive it, be it. Now, this is complicated, too, because a lot of people are so unaware of their lack of self-love. So I think if you know when you know, like you, if it doesn't feel good, like the thing you're doing doesn't feel good to your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, relationships, friendships, jobs, food, anything you do, if it doesn't feel good, it's not for you. Mm. It's meant to feel good. I was listening to something the other day and it was like, if any relationship in your life, like anything in your life, like your work relationship, your romantic, your friends, if it's draining your energy, like it's gotta go. Gotta go. 
gotta go. Gotta be equally yoked. You know, you gotta be, I mean, you may not understand, like we might have different perspectives, right? Or like be able to understand things differently, but the vibration of unconditional love is there of ourselves and each other. And I've noticed like the more that I pour into myself in that way, the more abundance of like beauty, like beautiful people, beautiful experience, beautiful things just keep happening. Yeah. Be- because that is now the me- the mental picture that I'm creating. Yeah. Right. Well, it's very funny when I first started my business and I transitioned from my brick and mortar gym, which was much more like calorie counting and working out like that whole 3d approach to the energetic 5d approach. Right. I got trauma-informed breathwork certified. <laughs> I got a certification. I'm saying or whatever. I got a certification in trauma-informed breathwork coaching. And I I went through my little dark night of the soul, right? And I I just didn't have the passion anymore to like focus on like how many calories we burned in an hour. I'd be at the gym and I'd be like, but guys, like what's going on? Like, is your soul happy? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. like, what does it matter how many calories you burn in the last hour if you're not happy with your life and like you're going to a job that you hate and you don't like your home life? Like, let's talk about what really matters, you know? And so as I was transitioning to my online business of much more, you know, energetic, spiritual work, spiritual weight loss, right? Which energetic weight loss, um, in the beginning, I had so many coaches. That's how you and I met. You and I connected. I had so many coaches reaching out, be like, "I love what you're doing," and I was getting. I had to I had to, to heck me ego in check, right? Because I was like getting like, "All right, like these aren't paying clients. I want paying clients. I want paying clients." Da, da, da. And I'm like, "Well, hold on, hold on. The universe is giving you people that are like high vibing it. Mm-hmm. Like accept it." And so now I'm at a point with my business that you know, the top tier to work with me and the bottom tier, there's a very vast difference between that, right? Like 10 times the amount, right? Between doing my collective, my monthly membership, where you have your live trainings and, you know, really one-on-one daily coaching. And I celebrate someone coming into my world in the collective monthly membership, as much as I celebrate a paid in full client for like six, six months of whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because it is all in the right direction. It is all the frequency. And I can't pick and choose what I'm going to be grateful for and then keep getting the flow from the universe. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because honestly, that gratefulness is the key for the flow to flow. Like when, when you're, when you're in that state of gratitude, that's when everything flows for you. It's you're letting that block go. That is the block. Like being able to remove that is by doing just that. Yeah. And this coming from a recovering control freak. I used to, wow. I used to, I look back on how I was and I thought it was like my way of, you know, operating through life in an organized way, but it was really just feeling so lost and my way of just needing to control everything. Cause I felt so, I wasn't connected to my soul. Right. Like I was so disconnected. My, my mind body connection was so off and that's a default that I go back to on a regular basis every day. And so I take, I take time. I put my hand on my heart. I connect to my soul. I get in body I ground into the seat I'm in right now. I'm sitting in a chair. I'm grounding into the support underneath me. I'm looking in the room around me. I have a kitchen. There's a TV behind me chairs and I'm getting in body. I'm getting present in this moment. And like, 
I've done that millions of times and I still get like a chill when I do it, just being like, all right, here I am like operating from this wounded ego driven place that I spent so many like decades of my life in to operating in this place of just gratitude. Yeah. Oh, same here. Please know that this hasn't always been this way. I've always been, yes, a kind soul, crazy, hippy dippy person, but I've <laughs> all, used to be super uh, like controlling in situations. It was my wounded inner masculine trying to be in survival mode, you know, because I didn't have, I had, you know, it goes deeper, you know, there it always goes deeper, but I had a wounded masculine trying to control the situation. And that's why things were working out that way. It is so funny. It took me so long to accept, but I work every day. I work very hard in my business, but the more I just work on my energetics and I spend like 40 minutes a day connecting to my soul through meditation or breath work, I spend like an hour a day doing affirmations, you know, mindset work, reading tarot, all that stuff. And then I, I go about my day in that manner, the more stuff flows to me. If I don't do that work, if I don't do my breath work, my meditation, my grounding work, and my, like my mindset work to get in this centered place. And I grind all day. I'm up 5am till like 10 o'clock at night grinding all day. I make less money than when I'm sitting back and I'm in receiving and I'm intentionally getting my feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> You're and like, I, I talk that. to you about it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. Chloe, yeah, I, I remind you. <laughs> Chloe and I are very, very good friends. Yes. And she literally will send me a text and be like, checking in. What you <laughs> relax? And I'm like, mm, I know, you know. And she, <laughs> yeah. Chloe just reads energy. Like Chloe and I, we're very good friends. We text a lot. We talk on the phone. But she'll just read my post on Facebook. And that's the thing. Like, we have to realize, like, our energy speaks. Like, I can have all the right words, a bomb message. But if I'm sharing it from a frantic energy, it doesn't deliver. It only delivers to the frantic energy. And that's not the energy you actually want to come back to you. No, no, no. Right. Chloe, what is your, um, you know, the only thing we have control of in life is our attitudes, our energy. What is your biggest ending word for that? <laughs> or ending sentence? Oh gosh, I don't. Um, all we have is control over ourselves. That that That's it. I mean, that's our energy. And when you know yourself, you can know the energy that's around you and within you, right? Yeah. I don't know how to end it because it could always keep going. (laughs) And I mean, I think that, I think that this is something that I don't think I know I'm going to take that think out of there. This is something that we have to really put our ego to the side on. We have to really be humble and be able to take little nudges from people around us, be able to lean into nudges from the universe and just like really unlearn decades of programming and our society Mm like our negative conditioning in our society and people in the rat race, like this is something that you can spend like six months doing. And then if you'd fall off, you're not maintaining it. Right. We learn and then we unlearn and then we relearn life. 
But anything you learned, you can unlearn. And then relearn it a different way. Exactly. And like I say, I'm in recovery. I talk a lot about that on this podcast on all my platforms. I'm always either walking towards a drink or away from a drink, right? Same thing with our spirituality and our healing. I'm always either walking towards my healing or away from my healing. But I do have to say that if I'm walking away from my healing and I make a bad decision, but then I'm able to self-reflect on it and see the lesson learned, that's walking towards my healing. Right. That's growth. That is so much growth because it's not about a time you couldn't do that. It's not about perfection. It's about perception, not perfection. We should change that instead of it's not perfection. It's progress, not perfection. It's perception, not perfection. Yes. That's that girl. You need to write that down. You need to write that down right now. (laughs) Also, when people are mindful, if you think ego edging God out, like even your God aspect self, right? So ego edging God out. Am I edging God out in this moment or am I being all that I can be in this moment? Amen. Chloe, thank you so much. Tell us where we can find you, please. Um, Facebook or Instagram. My Facebook is, is how I connect with most people, lots of people to other people all the time. Um, and it's just Chloe Lindsay or soul to soul connections.com. And, uh, that's where you'll see me. I'm an authenticity coach and a spiritual consultant. So hell yes. All day. Um, I am Colleen Felto. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Instagram at the self-sabotage coach. Um, yeah. And we both have a bunch of stuff you can follow. If you vibe this message, either one of us, any questions. And I speak for Chloe when I say we love you all so, so, so much. Thanks mama. I'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah.